كن سعيدا كن فريدا عش بفخر في الحياة لا تبالي فالمعالي بالتحدي لا سوى Assalamu alaikum, this is Umma Speaks and my name is Wanya Shams and I'm in my first year at MedSci. Uh, hello everyone, I'm Dina Dweri, I'm my first year at Environmental Science and this is our first episode, All You Need to Know About the Hijab. So why did we make this episode? Normally when you see a random girl on the street wearing a hijab, the first two thoughts that come to your mind are, it's so hot, why is she wearing that? And is she forced to wear that? She must be oppressed. We decided to make this episode because we feel like uh, discussions about the hijab are very difficult to navigate and we feel like what better place to know about hijab than to hijabis. So yeah, we'll start, we'll get right into it. So our first point that we're going to be talking about is what is the hijab? So everyone just assumes that like this hijab is just a cloth Muslim women wear to cover their hair and identify themselves as women, I mean Muslim women. So there's actually like a lot more to it than that. Yeah, I mean, we tend to focus about only the physical uh, manifestation of hijab, but actually hijab basically talks or it reflects the modesty of Islam. Islam is a religion that values modesty for both men and women. And hijab is only, or the physical manifestation of it is only a part of it. A hijab is, and modesty, I feel like Islam in general, is a lifestyle yeah. we, we, we live through. It's like as a Muslim, the center of your life is like Islam, modesty, cleanliness, everything that falls into Islam is the center and everything you do should revolve around that. So hijab is like, it falls into that central modesty. So hijab is not just like about the cloth that you're wearing. It's also about like the way you act, the way you interact with people. And yeah, so there's a lot more to it than just like wearing a hijab. Yeah, like the scarf. And also like uh, modesty also um, applies to men, Muslim men, uh, with again, how would they behave? And also there are physical, um, manifestations of modesty where like there's awda that they need to cover same as for women um and actually islam really focuses on modesty through and you can find that through the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and um it's really it's interesting how when you think of modesty you only think of women although um the most modest of the companions was Uthman bin affan uh, who was a male so uh, modesty is something in islam generally so um, hijab is only a part of that, I would yeah. say. Yeah, so like to add on to that, the, the word hayat, it means modesty in Arabic. So when you think of hayat, like the first thing that comes to mind is like a Muslim woman, like her dressed mm. in a hijab. Yeah. So like, it's not just like women. Hayat is also like associated to men, like lowering their gaze, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And it's important to discuss all that, you know, in conversations about modesty. And I also want to mention how modesty is also found in a lot of religions. And you could find that head covering is also found in other religious, like for women, like uh, Jews, like in, in Christianity. So hijab is really not that scary or weird when you think about it. It has been done for multiple years. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, now we're gonna like talk a bit about our own journeys with the hijab. So for me, um, my elementary school experience, I went to an Islamic elementary school. So like I kind of grew up around like, you know, Muslims, everyone was wearing the hijab, wearing like full length dresses, everything. So when I came to high school, it was like kind of a bit of a culture shock in a way, you know, like not everyone dresses this way. Mm. So like it took me a while, like I would have to like go around out of my way to find like hijabis. So it like it took me a while to like you know get comfortable in that environment. So I did struggle a bit like with my hijab journey. You know like I was like wearing different styles, trying to find like you know what suits me the best and stuff. 
But I think as I went through high school, I honestly learned that it took me a while, but hijab is more than like, you know, just the cloth and stuff, as I mentioned earlier. It's like your interactions with people, you'll like, you'll stop and think like, okay, I'm a hijabi. Everything I say and do, it's gonna reflect back on my religion. And these people around me, they're gonna get a perception of my religion based on me wearing this and what I do. So that really changed my mindset on like the hijab. Well, yeah, um, I have a different journey and I feel like a lot of Muslim women have different journeys. So I was actually born and raised in a Muslim country all my life, high school, elementary school, everything. So hijab is like, you see it's around, you know, my family members and all. And then I came to Canada uh, to study university and it's definitely, it's different. But at the same time, I didn't feel a lot of change. I feel like I got to grow up with my hijab. I got to wear it when I was in eighth grade. So I got to grow up with it. Um, but actually, like you would assume that since I was born and raised in a Muslim country, I was like, even like, encouraged to wear the hijab or something like that i i was not really though i feel like when i did choose to wear the hijab some people would assume that oh you're too young or oh this is gonna close a lot of doors in your face which it might you know how people yeah. treat hijabis right now but also at the end of the day i felt like the hijab empowered me yeah. it's, it's a choice i made and i i chose to take it and uh, every day I wake up, I'm so happy with my choice yeah. about that. And I feel like we need to discuss that more as hijabi women. So if you're a hijabi woman, like listening to this, let us hear your stories about how hijab empowers you in your workspace and in, in university, wherever you are. Because we often hear too much about women being oppressed into wearing a hijab. Although I know a lot of people, and even in my country, who their families were not as approving. They're like, just wait until you go to university or, you know, although it's completely, you know, your choice to take it when you want to. And I feel like it liberated me so much personally. Yeah, and like going off of what you said about like how families like play a big role, mm. I feel like a lot of people, like not me personally, um, but a lot of people, they confuse like the idea of culture versus religion when oh. it comes to hijab. So like, you know, um, like for example, a lot of like, not people I know personally, but like I've seen a lot of like hijabis like online um, in social media influencers and stuff. They'll be like, they'll be hijabis their whole life. And then like, they'll take it off on like their wedding day. Yeah. Or, like just one occasion, which is like kind of contradicting. Cause I feel like that's the day where you should be wearing it the most in my opinion. I, I feel like, yeah, no, culture and religion, I feel like they mix a lot. And I think it's important for everyone to learn these boundaries and to learn like, okay, this is my culture and this is my religion. So things don't mix around. And um, an example of culture and religion would be like, hmm, I feel like um, culture would say like as a woman, you would have to, okay, this might like, you know, might go off track, but if you're a hijabi woman, you can't have fun or you can't laugh in a certain way. Or like, you know, I, again, modesty is important, but also that does not mean that you need to be like, you know, always yeah, introverted always in your and in your shell. I mean, Muslims come in different personalities and you can see that throughout the companions and your life around you, you know, you have extroverted friends who are Muslim and other friends and putting a hijab on does not like, you know, confined you. It makes you who you, like, it's a part of who you are and you get to express it in your way. And I think that's very beautiful. Yeah, so now let's jump into living in like Western countries wearing mm -hmm. the hijab. Well, obviously like this probably has a bigger experience, like bigger side on you because you kind of, you know, came yeah. from like 
Eastern country, Western country. Yeah, that was recently. definitely a jump. I feel like till now, Canada, generally speaking, uh, people are nice here. Alhamdulillah. Um, but also you get those weird looks sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially recently. Um, and you get into awkward conversations. And sometimes, honestly, a hijabi is just trying to live. Like, I am being on campus. I'm trying to work. I'm studying, you know. You know, hijab is a big part of who I am. But also, like, at the end of the day, I'm just a person, you know, walking around. So maybe do not, you know. Yeah. Don't yeah, assume I things, I yeah. feel like, generally speaking. And yeah, just don't give weird looks. Yeah. That's we- and it shows, by the way. Like, like, I want to let you know, if you're walking around and you're looking at hijab in a weird way, we can yeah, notice. We, we notice. We like, we, we ignore it, but, like... You know, know it's noticeable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, it's like we're the same person, and it's just it's just another cloth over our head. <laughs> yeah, and like the avoiding to sit anywhere near you. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. Personally, like when I sit on a table, they would sit everywhere on top of each other, but not. But again, I don't know. Okay, listen. Personally, when I'm like sitting on like tables and stuff, I try to, or like when I'm going to my lectures halls and stuff, I try to look for like you know. A girl, like a group of girls with their heads covered. Me. No, like a group of hijabis, I just squeeze in there. Also, I feel like when I pass by and I see another hijabi in a Western country, we have that connection. Like, yeah, I you smile just, you at just her, I'm just like, Islam on the street, so sweet. Yeah, and like we see each other, even like a smile. Yeah. And like, in, like when I was back home, it wasn't that like connecting, but when you see other Muslim yeah. women on the street, you just feel connected to them in that way. So that's like a positive about Islam in Western countries, I would say, generally. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with you. So yeah, let's jump into a few like lighthearted struggles now related to the job. Yeah, let's I, talk about hijab color. You're wearing black. I'm wearing, I'm black. wearing pink. Okay, like this is probably showing up really weird on the camera, but you know, okay, I used to wear black all the time, like throughout high school. If you knew me in high school, I only wore black hijabs and jersey hijabs. This is I am going through the stage right now, <laughs> and I feel like. If you see me on campus wearing a black hijab, please do not mention it. Do not ask about it because I wear it every single day. I feel like it just fits your face. I don't know. I feel like when you find that hijab that works perfectly for you, you abuse it. And I have to apologize. I had that face. I had that face for a long time. (laughs) This is me right now. And I feel like, you know, the chiffon hijabs, the one that you wear, every pretty girl wears them. I just have to say, if you wear them, you go girl because they need a lot of pins and stuff like that. And they just, they flatter you a lot. So, Mm -hmm. Lania, you're you're looking great. Yeah. And also, um, what else? Like, I feel like we don't get to like talk about these small struggles because everyone's already assuming that you're being oppressed. So everyone's like, oh, are you hot in there? And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of hot, but like, that's a choice I'm yeah, making like, to wear. Girl, like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a self-installed heat air conditioning in here. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, and I feel like we don't get to complain because we always have to put on the smile that, yeah, like... Again, because yeah, we like, don't want people to assume, yeah, that, to assume that this is like something that's bothering us or whatever, whatever. Yeah, but there true. obviously are lighthearted struggles, like on top of, like there are bad hijab days. <laughs> oh my god, please! Like, you'd wear the same hijab, you'd wear everything the same, and it just looks different. Yeah, it just <laughs> doesn't sit properly. It doesn't. You know, like those days where like one end has like more of your undercap please. showing, and yeah, no, I agree, and I just want to say like. Um, Sometimes as Muslim women, as hijabis, we might have this pressure to always be smiling and always be like, so we, because we're conveying our Islam and our religion, but also take a break. It's okay. Talk to your friends about lighthearted things like that, the yeah. struggles you face. Sure, they won't like, um, you know, discriminate, you discriminate <laughs> against you wearing it. Yeah. 
Now, we wish that all our struggles are as easy as what color hijab to wear or if I don't wash my hijabs as often. But sadly, uh, around all around the world, Muslim women face discrimination and they face, you know, it, it's it's a hard choice. Yeah. And sadly, it is. Although, like, I feel like it's a choice of I'm choosing to wear this. It shouldn't be that big of a problem for everyone around me. But... Um, as you see all around the world, I feel like Muslim women are discriminated against in yeah. every way. They're both discriminated against, like, for putting it on and for taking it off. It's like both ends of the spectrum. Like, can we just, like, meet in the middle Please. where we wear it if we want to? We, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. It's, I, it's up to every, like, woman for you, to your own, to your own, you know? And I feel like, so I'm going to first of all start talking about if you, you know someone in your family who's wearing a hijab. Uh, as I came from, you know, I came from Jordan and also I know a lot of uh, the Arab culture. Sometimes people tend to criticize women who wear the hijab a lot. So a woman might be struggling with her journey on the hijab and the first thing someone would tell her, take it off. And I feel like this is not helpful for anyone in the equation. Like if you're not going to wear it properly, take it off. It's just not helpful. It's like instead of constructive criticism, you're just like if someone is doing something good in that way, you're just like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And again, like. Muslims and Allah is the all merciful and he teaches us to always you know come back to him to remorse and to always try our best and we cannot expect everyone to be perfect and everyone should be doing their best yeah. and instead of putting other Muslim women down or Muslim women down you should be supporting them please yeah as like again as a Muslim woman living in the west we already get like the weird we get everything enough, yeah. we get enough so like as a brother or as a sister or as an auntie if you're watching this please just be nicer to muslim women in your in your surroundings just know that it's already hard enough yeah. to wear the hijab you're, and another thing on top of that as yeah. you mentioned earlier the hijab is not like you just put it on it's a journey it really is yeah you start off with like maybe you know like your you know i don't know you're just like putting the cloth on your head then you see it's more of a lifestyle then you implement like you know your whole way of living into it yeah and i feel like again as iman iman also fluctuates yeah and you're not always on your best yeah. iman and everyone is at a different level so you can't judge anyone like one day you might be better than them but yeah. the next day they might be better than you exactly so um let's help each other on our journeys please instead of you know putting other people down always put excuses for your muslim brother or sister um just because we don't know what anyone's going through and talking behind people's back is backbiting and we do not that's not okay in mm -hmm. islam you cannot backbite so uh let's all work as a community and i think we'll touch back on that later on in the episode like a message to everyone like please uh as hijabis uh but for now we also very need to dis we also really need to discuss um how governments also like like discuss talk talk about do rules about the hijab yeah which is very interesting i yeah. think like it's it's a really controversial topic because i mean like it, like you know the whole my body my choice thing mm. like my body my choice you know let me wear my scarf and also i feel like just generally like why are we re like why are we putting government rules government rules about what women wear in the workspace or that that for me is never like that that's a really like iffy topic like it is and it's just again hijab never blocks anything i feel yeah. like as a muslim woman hijab never like stopped me from from pursuing a a dream or something that i want to do but people do sadly mm -hmm. so if i let's say wanted to work government at Quebec or like something like that 
um, I wouldn't be allowed to. And that's not because of my hijab, because I still have my same brain on when my hijab's yeah. on. I need to let you know. If I cover my hair or if I don't cover my hair, yeah. I'm still the same like intellectual being. I'm the I'm I'm still the yeah. same. So honestly, if it's like if it's like an experience like that, you should also if you're hijabi, think of it as kind of a blessing. Because why would you want to work in an environment? Where people are discriminating you based on your religion and yeah. your beliefs and what you believe is right. You do not need to be in that place. And I know it's very frustrating because, again, you work very hard to get to somewhere. And then you're just being denied normal things because you choose to wear this. I'm like, you know, it's, it's, like, it's very... You don't want me? No, I don't want you. you. <laughs> and also, like, um, it's important to discuss how feminism, you know, discusses how women should wear whatever they want. But when it comes to hijabs, we're like oh you can't wear like you know it's like yeah. but i choose to wear this so we're supposed to be here on the same page I, I don't know i just feel like um you know it's we choose to wear this thing but also we still we're still are the same people and also something that really pisses me off is uh in some places around the world where they you can't swim in like you know the yeah the, like the, the, you have to have like a certain attire to be able to swim and what is the i logic? cannot even this <laughs> like hmm it's just creepy weird and not cool yeah. to be like i want you to show more of your body i feel like no no you know <laughs> like if you think of it in every sense possible like really? what is the reason for you to be showing more skin and why do you want me like if you yeah. like i am i'm i'm happy with what i'm doing yeah like why are we and, and it's, there's there's nothing you can get out of that except like you're thinking like that other person has a bad intention that's true and again uh i just want to bring that back to like feeling liberated by wearing the hijab it's because like i don't like i don't i don't choose to show my skin yeah. or show and that's for me and you don't get to choose that for me yeah. so then you start choosing like oh you can't come to the swimming place if you, you're not wearing this and i'm like and it's so frustrating when when moms, you know, Muslim moms go with their family and they're like, I can't have this nice experience with my family because you're a creepy weirdo. So, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, like I cannot think of it in any way other than that. And um, also um, governments sometimes force women to wear the hijab and uh, use that on its own and provides like a whole other set of issues. As we see, you know, some people force women to take off the hijab. It also is, on a, as you said before, a totally different spectrum in the other places in the world. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just let Muslim women be. And yeah. we have our own journeys and we're all doing our best to, you know, to work further to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is to all my Muslim ladies out there. Please make sure that your intentions for the hijab is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only. And um, don't let people ruin that for you. Don't let people ruin that for you're you. You're not wearing this for anyone but your Lord. If you're wearing it for anyone, it really is not the same. And it's it's the same for every ibadah or for every, you know, act, worship that you do. If you're praying for someone else so your mom sees you and is like, wow, my son or daughter prays, that's not the <laughs> same. When you wear this for the sake of Allah, for, you know, because you're embodying uh, Islam through that, that's for you. And don't let anyone take that away from you. And that feeling that you get as well from like, I'm doing this for my Lord, for no one else. Yeah. That feeling in itself is just so fulfilling. It is. And, and honestly, like for all, again, girls, like, when you are only tied by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you just unshackle what society wants from you, you are unstoppable, period. Like, you're unstoppable. If Allah tells you, if you're just, the only thing that's 
you know, that's like, I'm not gonna say I think what you're trying to say is like, yeah. when you stop chasing the world, the world is gonna start chasing after you. Real. And nothing, nothing in this world that like, once you're chasing after like what's actually important for you, nothing in this world is gonna seem all that tempting anymore. And when Allah's on your side, everything in the world is easy to, to conquer. Yeah. yeah, so society puts a lot of shackles on women that are not necessary. If, you know, if you're walking in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you shouldn't care if society thinks, oh, well, you should be wearing this trend right now, or you should be, because that's so liberating. That yeah. I don't care what anybody here says. Honestly, you're, you're never going to be able to please anyone, please, like everyone. Never, never. So like, you're trying to please this group of people, this group of people is going to have something to say. You're trying to please this group of people, this group is going to have something to say. Yeah. You're never going to be able to, like, don't even try to, like, and if you do try to, like, please everyone in the world around you, you by far probably won't even, like, be Muslim at the end of, like, what you're trying to do. Yeah, again, the only thing as Muslims, and I think that's freeing to all Muslims, is we work for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, is wants us to do this thing, we keep moving. Even if society says other ways, it's just easy. It's easier to do. Of course, it's hard to do in real life because people will try to stop you. Mm -hmm. But again, when, subhanAllah, when Allah is on your side, nothing in the world seems yeah. impossible. You seem like, you, you really feel unstoppable yeah. that way. So keep chasing your dream and if it doesn't you know it's not against you know your religious pursuit let's say keep chasing it and if it's mm -hmm. for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you'll allah get will always make a way yeah allah will always make a way so if this workplace that you want to go work in they don't like hijabis okay that's you, that's actually you'll find that's your way. for you yeah you'll find your way if, I mean, going off what you said, if your workplace doesn't like like people who wear hijab, why would you want to work there Good. in the first place? Bye. Please identify yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, people, I know it's like very uncomfortable when people say or do things or look a certain way, but now you know that this person is not to get near, mm -hmm. near to. And again, Muslim communities, especially at the West, we are here together. Please like help your sister out if you see her and talk about these conversations because we can't talk about them with anyone else pretty much this is our own thing yeah. you know you can you can talk about them with other people but other people won't understand, understand. you the way that a muslim like girl understands you yeah and so yeah as a community we're here for each other to support each other for the sake of allah mm -hmm. so we can all you know help this world become a better place that's why we're here so never forget that Okay, so at the end of the day, um, the main topics that we've covered in this episode that we want you to take away from here are don't, like, you know, Muslim women are going through a lot, like, just as it is. Don't, you know, try to make it Don't make it worse. Yeah. And we're all one ummah, please, guys, remember that. Yeah. We are not against each other. This is not a race, like, against each other. This is a race with yourself and yeah. how you become a better Muslim and always... Be willing to listen to Muslims around you. Mm -hmm. um, ask questions. We're here to answer. And the hijab is not just a cloth. It's, it's, it's a journey. so much more than that. It's a journey. It's a lifestyle. And I think it's it's really nice. Like if you know any Muslims in you know around you, your friends, maybe ask them about their journey, and you will realize how our journeys all differ, yeah. but they all kind of like are at the end of yeah. the day from the same reason. And I think yeah, that's at very the end beautiful. of the day they have the same starting point and they well maybe not the same starting point, but they have the same, same end point. Same end point. Yeah. And and I think that's very yeah, that's very beautiful. nice. 
yeah so stay tuned for our future episodes this is episode one and we're really excited to do many many more so if you guys want us to talk about a certain topic again we echo the voice of the umma so if you guys want to hear anything specific let us know by um dming the msa Mm -hmm. or us and also if you want to hear us talk with certain guests we're also really excited to work on that yep you can find us on youtube spotify and instagram yes that's it so yep that's all for everyone